The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Inching closer to training camp, I myself, for one, always look forward to the start of camp, especially in 2021, right? When you think back to the non-traditional training camp in 2020, here we find ourselves really looking forward to it and, and, and a lot of things to look forward to, right? You think about some of these young players for the Bills looking to take that next step that we've talked about in the past, guys like Devin Singletary and Dawson Knox, Cody Ford at Oliver, Of course, you've got last year's rookie class looking to take that next step, most notably guys like A.J. Epinesa and Zach Moss. And of course, the new rookie class, right? That is something that stands out. Can't wait to get that first real look at Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Basham, of course, Spencer Brown, and the others that were drafted by Brandon Bean just back in May for the 2021 NFL Draft. Now, as we start to ramp up, Towards training camp, um, I guess I've got some predictions I want to make. And, and you know, sometimes you make these predictions. Um, I used to call them bold predictions in the past. And and I don't even know if these are all that bold, right? But I think as I take a look at things, as you take a look at some of the competitions, some things that can take place, um, maybe they're more mild in this situation. But I think there are a number of different storylines that fans are certainly talking about. So as I look at it, right, I'm, I'm making these predictions for the Bills in training camp this year, and we'll see what takes place. I mean, I try not to be one of those guys that just makes these crazy, bold statements just to spark a conversation. These are things that I actually think will happen. So as we go through it, I think it's something that it's uh, at least worth a discussion from this standpoint. Um, first up on the list for me, that first uh, prediction is that Levi Wallace will retain the starting position as cornerback two coming out of training camp. Uh, of course, so much time spent in free agency leading up to the draft around the cornerback two position, really looking at things and thinking to ourselves like, okay, you know, what is the team going to do here? Of course, they're going to look to make an upgrade, um, a relatively low contract, one-year deal for Levi Wallace coming back, Dane Jackson, a seventh round pick, at least at the time of recording, right? The Bills have not made any other big time additions to their cornerback room. I mean, a sixth round pick on Rashad Wild Goose, I mean, that's one thing, but really looking at things here and talking about, you know, a major free agent signing or an early round draft pick, um, 
yeah, I don't see that happening, right? So when you talk about coming into camp, you really do have the bills with Wallace and Dane Jackson. And and I do think Levi Wallace is one of those guys that has earned the trust, of course, of Sean McDermott, of Leslie Frazier. He comes in with two and a half years of starting experience. And while Dane Jackson, his arrow might still be pointing up and he could eventually be the starter, I think coming out of training camp, um, it is Levi Wallace's job to lose. And I think it is something that he is going to hold on to, albeit with Dane Jackson providing some valuable depth for the Buffalo Bills. Now, of course, with all of these predictions I make today, I want to hear from you guys. So hit me in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. You can find me on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time. And let me know what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you still think the team should make a bigger move for myself, right? And I talked to some of the other content creators out there. I mean, we all tend to think that, you know, the, the Bills room is set. Now, at the time of recording, they haven't signed someone like a Richard Sherman or a Steven Nelson, but those guys haven't signed anywhere else either. So it'll be interesting to see where they end up going and should Brandon Bean make a move. That's all good. But right now, the way things look from where I'm sitting, Levi Wallace would be the guy at cornerback two for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, my second prediction that I'm going to make is Zach Moss will establish himself as RB1 in Buffalo. Now, I know right in the past we've talked about a 1A versus a 1B with Devin Singletary. Singletary going into year three. But when I talk about RB1, I'm going to see Moss being that starter for the Bills, right? Primarily playing on first and second down. And then maybe consider Devin Singletary more of that third down back. He certainly has been more involved in the passing game in the past, has done a good job in pass protection, uh, which I think suits, you know, his strengths. Of course, you know, should something happen, someone get nicked up, game script, all these types of things, Zach can switch. But I do look at Zach Moss right before he got injured in the playoffs, really kind of more establishing himself as that lead back for the Bills. We saw him close things out against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um Week 12, I believe that was, if my memory is correct here. But I look at Zach Moss, uh, also a former third-round pick, three years left on his rookie deal, kind of establishing himself as more of that physical style of runner. I I shouldn't say I think that's what Sean McDermott wants, right? That's just my perception at this time. But I think Moss establishing himself as RB1 in Buffalo for the time being. Again, Devin Singletary being more of that third down back, still having a valuable role. But right, Zach Moss certainly be that option again on first and second down and more likely, you know, let's say the uh, the Bills are in control fourth quarter. Zach Moss being that more powerful, sure-handed runner down the stretch for the team as they look to put games away. Um, it's always going to be an interesting topic with these guys, right? We talked enough about Travis Etienne throughout the offseason leading up to the draft. Uh, Matt Breida is in the mix, and he adds a speed element, which I think will certainly be something fun to watch when it comes to this year. But, you know, I do think it's still Singletary and Moss playing the primary roles. Um, But I, I do think someone's going to emerge as that top running back. So if I'm making a prediction For me, it's Moss. I tended to think things were kind of pointing in that direction before the injury. Of course, we have to see, you know, how he continues to uh, to evolve, how healthy he is heading into training camp, what that can mean for the team. But right now, that is the guy that I take a look at and truly think will be that running back one 
for the Buffalo Bills. Now, one of the competitions fans will be looking at the most this offseason, it ties into kick returner and punt returner. And for many fans, right, no one more than my man Jay Spence from the Code of Conduct podcast and Hump Day Hotline um, misses the departure of Andre Roberts, right? The Pro Bowl kick returner for the Bills, just sort of really bringing that that presence to the position, right? You think of someone, for the most part, always making that right decision, sure-handed, um, just able to flip the field, all the things that Andre Roberts could be. And I'm sure Jay Spence is listening to this episode and probably, you know, crying in his buffalo wings at this this time because uh, honestly, I, I get it, right? And that's a guy that that he truly loved everything that he brought to the Bills. For me, when it comes down to this competition now, it's much more up in the air. A lot of moving pieces. Marquez Stevenson taken in the sixth round. Isaiah McKenzie re-signing with the team. Uh, you can look at things and say, does Matt Breida have the opportunity to return kicks or return punts? Uh, let's talk about someone like Micah Hyde is just a sure-handed punt returner. Cole Beasley has returned punts back in his day with the Cowboys. Uh, of course, you're going to have fans pounding the table talking about uh, Christian Wade. Let's continue to convert him. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are part of this discussion. And a lot of times when you have so many names that get thrown into it, uh, to me, that makes me cringe just a little bit, right? Because if you've got that many guys in contention, then clearly someone has not separated themselves from the pack. Uh, I think when we talk about a lot of fans, they look at Marcus Stevenson as that six-round pick, four-three-something speed, what he can bring to the table, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. He was drafted in the sixth round for a reason. Right. So as I look at that, I am pumping the brakes on Marquez Stevenson is coming in, is earning a roster spot, is winning the kick return job, is winning the punt return job. And my prediction is that Isaiah McKenzie is going to take over both of those roles. And I am certainly, you know, when you talk about making a prediction, it's also tied a little bit to what I think is the most effective move for the Bills to do. Right. Isaiah McKenzie, consider him that wide receiver five behind Cole Beasley, Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, just like he was last year. But now he fills that same position that he had in the past as wide receiver five and is that primary punt returner and kick returner for the team. That allows them, right, not to have to keep McKenzie and Stevenson, but if they're just keeping six wide receivers, maybe it's Jake Kumro who can also contribute on special teams in a different way. Maybe it's Isaiah Hodgins, who we've talked about here on the podcast before. Of course, it could still be someone like Marquez Stevenson being a backup returner and bringing that speed element or everyone's favorite Duke Williams. Or maybe it just allows the team to go in a different direction. You never know, right? So here, here we are. We take a look at this. And I think when you talk about that kick returner and that punt returner, um, it is going to be McKenzie. He is going to be the one that's going to win that competition. I know we talk about kick returns a lot, um, a play that's kind of been nullified, right, with uh, with teams kicking off so much closer after scores or to start games or to start the half. I don't know if you really look at that and think to yourself if that is as important as a skill set as maybe it has been in years past, right? Punt returning, I, I get it, right? We, we talk about it all the time. You don't want to be in a situation where you let the ball hit. You want to have someone that is shorthanded, not where the ball hits the ground, you know, and rolls another 10, 15 yards. That's not what anyone is talking about here. 
but uh but that is something that i do feel like has just been has just been diminished right in in years past it's just one of those where i mean even last year right andre roberts had 32 uh kick returns for the bills 25 the year beforehand um that's not a lot right when you think okay maybe to a game as opposed to just fielding the ball in the end zone taking a knee starting at the 25 um I know there's a lot more analytics that goes into it, and I, I don't mean to just diminish it as something that's not important, but I think when we talk about it, it's a job that Isaiah McKenzie should and could win, um, and that's my prediction for this season. My fourth prediction goes off on a little bit of a limb. It's not very often that when you talk about training camp that I'm just going to go out there and predict a trade, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to predict a trade. You know, when you talk about the Bills offensive line in those five starters, right? Cody Ford, John Feliciano at guard, Mitch Morris at center, Daryl Williams on the right side, Deion Dawkins on the left. You know, a, a, a solid starting five unit. Granted, they have not played a snap together. And then you talk about the depth that Brandon Bean has added. Signing someone like a Bobby Hart with starting experience. Jamil Douglas coming in, doing the same. Forrest Lamp. I mean, all these guys on one-year affordable deals somewhere in that $1 million range, you know, a little bit of guaranteed money that comes with it. But guys with starting experience that can come in and add depth, of course, you know, as you as you look at all of those pieces, um, that doesn't even include someone like Ryan Bates, of course, a, a fan favorite. His flexibility almost is someone that can play all five spots across the, the offensive line, $850,000 a year certainly a bargain for the team with someone that brings that type of flexibility. But who I see that could be the odd man out, and again, when I talk about making a prediction, like, okay, maybe this is a little bit more bold than some of the others that I stated, um, could be Ike Botker. And I think when you talk about Botker, right, I mean, here's a guy signed his restricted tag, right, just over $2.1 million, but none of that money is guaranteed. So if the Bills were to make a trade, if they were going to move a player, right, Botker is certainly someone that can fit that bill, that they can move him for, you know, a, a day three pick, right, which would certainly be fine, right, when you think about it. Still only 26 years old, but $2.13 million against the salary cap. Appeared in 12 games in 2020, seven games he started. So, you know, you get someone that comes in with some starting experience on an NFL roster with an effective team, one-year deal, right? So it's not too big of an investment. But for a day three pick, the Bills can decide, listen, we can save that $2.1 million. We can roll that over. You start talking about contract extensions for Tremaine Edmonds and Josh Allen, and what are you going to do about Teron Johnson and everybody that's still coming right up on those rookie contracts that you'll have to – have a discussion about sooner or later. So when you talk about guys that could be moved, right? Bodker, again, he brings that starting experience, plenty of game tape for him, relatively successful when it comes to it. If you've got a team in training camp, somebody goes down with an injury, they need to add, you know, somebody that has starting experience. Ike Bodker can be that guy on that one year, $2.13 million deal. And again, for the Bills, maybe get some draft compensation and the ability to roll over those dollars to the following year. So 
for me, those are the four predictions I have for you guys. I know we're still a few weeks away from camp, but when you start to, you know, read up on different players, look at things, look at some of those battles, these are really the things that stand up to me. Those three starting positions, right? Levi Wallace, cornerback two, Zach Moss, running back one, Isaiah McKenzie winning the job as a kick returner and punt returner. And then if there's one guy that you have to make a prediction that could get traded, um, not that you want to see Ike Botker go anywhere, but what the salary is with zero dead cap money, what he could probably get as far as a draft pick goes and rolling over those dollars. Yeah, I could certainly see it. So uh, as I said, I always want to hear from you guys. Let me know if you agree with some of these uh, thoughts that I've got. Maybe you disagree or maybe you've got some of your own. So hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino in the comment section at buffalorumblings.com and always make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here each and every day. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here for now, but uh, just know I appreciate you. And as always, go Bills.